0: I have decided that AMG is one of the best, if not the best, brands for enthusiasts who want very high-performance driving, extreme high-performance driving, but still need practicality. Because there's many sports cars that offer extremely high-performance and excellent driving dynamics, but they're not practical in any way, shape, or form. Sure. But here's AMG putting out on their smallest car, Mm -hmm. it's still $70,000, but on their smallest sedan, it's called a coupe but it's a sedan it's that I Mercedes that. Styling. coupe styling it's the four-door coupe thing that they are so excited I guess. about it's and got the BMW doors. did the Grand Coupe yeah they're, they're essentially slinky looking four doors they're slinky sedans nevertheless they have yes. applied their AMG magic mm-hmm. to this smallest sedan oh, and it is super It's spectacular. I can't tell you how much I like it. Okay. But you might be asking, well, why would you pay $70,000? Why on earth? Mm -hmm. Would you go pay that much money? That is a lot of money. Yes. The base price of this is $55,000. Which is no small chunk either. Absolutely. Let's start with the engine. There's really two big things about this car. First is the power output, and then there's the torsional rigidity. That makes a car superb to drive. Sure. But the power output... AMG Mercedes has told us that this is the highest output turbocharged four cylinder engine in series production on the planet in the world. Well, it is It is a two liter four cylinder which everyone puts in every what? car on the
1: planet, and the power they get out of this is far and away beyond everybody else 384 That's horsepower, 354 pound feet of torque. That's a lot. Nearly, nearly 400 horsepower out of a 2-liter turbo from the factory, which means it has a warranty. I know yes. there's somebody out yes. there that has got a 2-liter turbo with even more power and whatever, and it might blow up next But week. it's reliable. But this is coming off the production line with a warranty at nearly 400 horsepower for a
0: 2-liter, 4-cylinder turbo. That's astounding. It's shocking that that's the power that <laughs> they've got. I'm putting this in manual mode so I can shift. Yes. Because I just want to hear the crackle. Oh, uh, yes. You're all about the crackle. Crackly crack. Mm-hmm. Well, to do this kind of power output, as with any car, the biggest enemy is heat. Yes. And the big story here is thermal management, or to be more succinct, thermal efficiency. Different than the 35, the lower generation, the Mm -hmm. lower flavor of this. Which still has 300 horsepower, by the way. Which is still great. Yeah. Yeah. Mercedes has taken this engine and spun it on its vertical axis 180 degrees. So the exhaust manifolds and the turbocharger are facing the firewall. So they're closest to us right now. Yes. That means the piping, the ducting up front, there's less diversions for the piping and it's shorter. So that means they've kind of separated the cooling from the exhaust. Not like they've done for F1 with the turbo on the F1 car. (laughs) Not that far, yes. It makes me think. I can't help thinking that some of that F1 racing thinking Mm. has trickled down even to their lowest, smallest sedan. Possibly. They gave us this. They've offered this to us. Mm -hmm. And they have almost re-engineered the front end just to be able to do that. Think about that. You spin the engine around. All the points where you mount the transmission, everything changes, yeah. and that has helped them get this power output, and it's astounding. There's a l- just ever so much turbo lag, just just a little bit, but then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it
1: has an absurd amount of power. It's, it's, this is like a 3,600-pound package, and it may as well be 2,000. It just rockets this <laughs> yes. thing down the road. It, it is amazing that they have so much power out of what you know is a tiny power plant. And the thing I keep laughing oh. about is this is the same size so engine crazy. that honestly probably powers more cars in the world than any other size engine on the planet. Oh, the two-liter four-cylinder is the world's most ubiquitous engine. Yeah, true. And and here, listen to this. Mercedes has turned it into some sort of adult drug addict. It's just they they are it's just a rabid Us. we are the drug addicts. Angry, now. such a powerful <laughs> engine. None of the specs we we talk a lot about how specs don't define a car. None True. of the specs in this make any sense when you see what the engine is. True. Or even when you see what True. the car is. It's like why on earth is that that way? Why does it have that much power? Why does it have drift mode? This has drift mode. It's an all wheel drive I can't system believe it. Yeah. that can send power to the rear, of course, because it's designed as a front-wheel drive chassis, so it sends power to the rear, but then it has clutch packs to send power to an individual wheel on either side, and it has drift mode, which means it can go all rear. Awesome. But it's madness. I mean, you you see, small little Mercedes sedan. You don't expect the power. You don't expect the price. You don't expect the drift mode.
0: What is going on here?
1: It's very fun, though.
0: 70000 all in. You think, Mm -hmm. okay, you get this kind of power. You get the re-engineered engine and the layout. But you also get this torsional rigidity. They have gone after the entire body structure. They've put a plate underneath the engine in addition to putting essentially what amounts to gusseting yeah. on, in the underbody to make everything really, really stiff. You can feel it. a rigid member to the the steering rack. Uh-huh. And that just transmits everything into your steering. Mm-hmm. Now, there's, interestingly, a little bit of steering feel here. There's some, but it's Precision which is what I really like. This thing is so precise through corners, yeah. and with the AMG Dynamics, they introduce a little bit of braking on the inner rear wheel through a corner, and it just rotates the car a little bit. The whole point is fun. Yeah, That's the entire yeah. point yeah. of giving us all this re-engineered stuff. That's all they're doing is just make it more fun in a little package. It's, it's fascinating how much of a laugh this car is. And I do
1: agree with you. The stiffness is, is extreme, to the point that, actually, the comfort mode is no longer really comfortable. But the comfort <laughs> mode is like the normal sport mode for most cars. That's comfort in this. There's right. not really a comfort mode, though I don't think you really were seeking one out anyway. Once you get up into Supersport, they have Sport Plus and Race. It's so stiff, you're just
0: sitting here going, what's going on? And by the way, you don't have to get this car with adaptive suspension. It, it makes the price a lot more, but it's about this is what five grand. Yeah, This is how you want to spec the car. Now, let me bring up the Cayman. Because a base Cayman is mid-60s. Mm-hmm. And then you do things to it that you really want. And then it's over the price of this car. Sure. And it's actually less efficient. It's, it's not that functional as, as, as much Certainly as the car as is. not as usable as this, yes. I agree with that. So think about that. Put okay. Cayman in perspective. And then let me bring up the BMW M2 CS, which is an astounding car. Mm-hmm. The BMW has 444 horsepower. It makes more power. And I know you can get it with a manual transmission. This is 2 tenths of a second slower. It's usable. You get the Recaro seats. You get the night package, so all the trim is blacked out. The canards, have you seen the canards They're on nuts. the front? That, that's an extra package all by itself. The aero that's pack just that the adds aero canards. Pack. Yeah, uh-huh. So you get all this now for $70,000. Doesn't seem like quite so much now when you compare it to the performance of a Cayman and a BMW M2 CS. Look at this car, extreme high performance driving. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun to drive. I think it looks great. Look at what Mercedes is doing with just surface alone. There's not a lot of lines going everywhere. It's yeah. just surface. Yeah. And they're using actually highlights to design everything. And it's interesting. It's fun to look at. It feels luxurious. It's well built. I'm such a fan of AMG because they're such a great all-arounder. Yeah. High performance, but still usable. You think, well, sure. You could do a road trip and because no they're problem. the hot
1: rod kings and they're hot rodding all the Mercedes products. Yes. So the Mercedes product comes to them already more usable than a lot yes. of other things. And now they're taking it and going extreme hot rod, and we wind up here,
0: which is yes. nuts. Now, this is the last, pretty much the last of the M Buck system that we really like before everything has changed over to new Mercedes systems yeah. here. But it's still excellent. We really yeah, like it's been it. Great. The seats are amazing. Recaro seats, seats are fantastic. You get, you get the seat package yes. that's thin, and they've got the hard shell back on them. That's the way your package yeah. is well-spent. Honestly, this <laughs> is spectacular. other yeah. but you get the performance steering wheel. Mm-hmm. So you're at a high level. You're at AMG level in the smallest car. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, they've done well. They've all done right. well here. I you, have many things to say. Well, you need to experience the crackle, the pop when you're okay. off.
1: All right. That's the we'll do. Part. We'll do.
0: We all want to talk about the go-fast parts. We're thinking of putting on our vehicles... But what about the stop fast parts? Brakes are an essential part of your vehicle's maintenance and upgrading is better than just simply replacing. You can transform your vehicle into a stopping powerhouse with a power stop brake upgrade kit that includes carbon ceramic brake pads, drilled and slotted rotors, and all the stainless steel hardware that you need to complete your upgrade. PowerStop is on a mission to provide a complete and affordable brake upgrade kit
1: for pretty much every vehicle on the road. If you tow, they have that. Off-road, track days, they have all that as well. They even have kits for brand new vehicles like our Toyota GR86. Take care of your brakes and even improve them by heading to PowerStop.com and entering your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder that'll match you with the right brake kit for your vehicle.
0: You want to just go driving fast in this car that's what for it sure allows this, you to the, do. this
1: feels special and like it's ready to drive fast when you're driving slow in comfort mode it yes. feels special and that's because it is so very stiff and it has so much power yep. all the time yep. when you are driving this slowly it still feels like you did something cool and you bought something special and that's interesting because a lot of powerful cars honestly when you drive them in slow situations they don't feel special anymore. I'm glad you brought that up because and it's this, usually
0: you got to go the high yes. limits to go find that fun. Yes. And it does it at low speeds. This
1: does feel special even at low speeds. Another thing that's interesting is this one has an eight speed dual clutch. Mm-hmm. The lower two, including the AMG 35, have a seven speed dual clutch. So this has a
0: different transmission than the lower, lower for levels, your money. Which is very interesting. They had to because they flopped the engine. So much bespoke stuff going into this car. And usually you think, well, from the thirty-five to the forty-five, it's just a little bit of power and yeah. you know, maybe well, some train yeah. badges here. They have extensively re-engineered the car to do this
1: version. There's a lot going on here and it is very fascinating. The big struggle I have with this car, because it is very, very fun, is the price compared to the market while in search of a buyer. Because I think if okay. you have seventy grand to spend, you're gonna buy a bigger car than this. If you're spending seventy grand. You're not looking at the little guys. Okay. If you're looking at the little guys, you're shopping little guys all-wheel drive. You're shopping WRX. Well, now that's half the cost of this. Sure. And that buyer only if they hit the lottery is going to step up to this car. If you're right, going to say I'm right. going to spend seventy grand on, on Mercedes, does that buyer think this car? They should. This car is great, and they should. I think that buyer overlooks this car. Which is problematic, even though this—we've talked about it before on some of these things. This feels like the grown-up hot hatch guy. I love that Mercedes does this, mm-hmm. but I feel like their AMG SUVs—I see a broader take rate for that. This feels like a niche, niche car to me, like a sure. very small number of buyers for this. And look, the cornering spectacular, the grip. Is immense in this car. You just you it's chuck so it into special. a corner, and here's the other thing about it: if you get a little bit of understeer. The front tires start to squirt, to scream at you. You get a little bit of power, and it tucks itself around. Right, it, you can fix with the throttle, right. which is something you normally don't see. Certainly not in a front wheel drive architecture. All-wheel drive system. That shouldn't happen. How can I fix it with the throttle? You can. You can fix it with the throttle, which is amazing. But the car that I really think is the struggle, you you got close. And that is, I think, the non-CS M2 is the real competition here. It's non-CS. Up, the competition okay. version of the M2. Okay. That has similar power. It's all rear-wheel drive. And yeah. it does have a manual transmission. You can get it with manual. So I'll if you're an that. enthusiast that is chasing a, I want a really kind of small, compact, feeling sports car with back seats. Yeah. You have doors on the M2, but you gain manual transmission and rear-wheel drive only. If you're an all-wheel drive person, though, this is your Alt, and it's yeah. fantastic, and it is very similar in price to the non-CS, the competition version of the M2 is very similar in price to this, if you can find one. So I think that's the car this really competes with. This is more versatile because
0: it has extra doors, and it's more versatile doors. because it's all-wheel drive. I look at it as the alternative to the two-door sports cars that we love. Sure. You're looking for even a Supra, or you're looking at a Cayman, or anything at the high level that is a two-door, very focused sports car, and because of functionality, you are prevented from buying it. it. Sure. That's where this comes into play. That's why everybody looks at M2s, and they've kind of owned that market. Mm-hmm. We've recommended M2s constantly when you want that performance, and you can you know afford it you're willing to pay for it you know what you're getting it has kind of stood alone until this came along yeah I like how it looks better actually interesting okay and I'm, I'm so in love with AMG I love Mercedes one builder here we go one engine listen to that I don't care if it's piped in. It shouldn't I do that. It, it genuinely
1: should not do that. It's it's That's shocking so how powerful it is. And, and the, the speed at which you get to, I'm going to get arrested, numbers is amazing. Yes. I'll tell you something else I discovered that is a real laugh in this. If you do what I just did, you floor it, you go through a few gears, the map in the center of the gauge cluster zooms out. It just assumes you're going to cover some ground. It it stays real close, but it automatically, I saw it happen more than once, it zooms itself out like, oh, we're really going to cover some ground here. It's Autobahn speeds. So I think it's hysterical. They're expecting you to go fast. The car wants to go fast. And all of these packages on it, it feels, to what you said earlier, it feels like you bought a full-on, dedicated sports car. And then you step out and you go, oh, it's a little Mercedes sedan and I have two extra doors. That is surprising because well, it does have that feel. This also feels like a upscale version of what Honda has done so brilliantly with the Civic Type R. It's that car oh, that okay. it, it sure. performs sure. beyond what you expect when you look at it. But you think, well, you know, I need a dad car. I need four doors. I need some usability. That should be really good. And then you get in and it drives really well. This is twice the price of a Civic Type R, but well, it is a not, lot nicer in quite.
0: Civic Type R's are forty grand. Yes. Every bit of forty. Grand. Yes, they're expensive. But still, this is the German Type R. It is. It is the German Type R. It now has the all-wheel drive that everybody wished the Civic Type R had until maybe Acura will come out with something and, you know, surprise and delight us. But this car.
1: Eight speeds. Oh, this car. And an absurd two-liter engine. Completely absurd.
0: Love this thing.